The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to the crowds, Everything that the Father gives me will come to me, and I will not reject anyone who comes to me, because I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of the one who sent me. And this is the will of the one who sent me, that I should not lose anything of what he gave me, but that I should raise it on the last day. For this is the will of my Father, that everyone who sees the Son and believes in him may have eternal life, and I shall raise him up on the last day. The Gospel of the Lord. Lord Jesus Christ. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. We as Catholics know by heart and often pray together many beautiful prayers. The Lord's Prayer, the Hail Mary, our Creed, many prayers that that we know by heart and say together or individually. But sometimes we might wonder as we rattle these prayers off if we really think about what we are saying. For example, the teacher was asking the children in class about the the attributes of God. What do we know about God? One student said, we know that God is an artist. What? Yes, our Father, who does art in heaven. (laughs) Another student said, God's name is Howard. Our Father, who art in heaven, Howard be thy name. Years ago, when I was at Brownsburg, there was a very pious lady who, when she came to confession, and we said, now you may say the act of contrition, she always started out, oh my God, I am hardly sorry for my sins. Do we really think about the words that we say? In the Apostles' Creed that we pray as part of the rosary and sometimes during the liturgy, we talk about the communion of saints. What is the communion of saints? It has nothing to do really with receiving Holy Communion. It simply means that we are in communion with, we are in union with those who have already gone before us in faith those who have died. We share the same baptism. We shared the same faith, the same creed, the same one true God. And so we are in communion, in unity with the saints. And that also means those that are headed for sainthood, particularly those that we pray for today, those souls awaiting the beatific vision, 
they have died. They are not completely purified. Nothing imperfect enters heaven. But God in his mercy is even trying to save us after we have died. God wills that all of us be saved, but it's our choice. It's our choice. We choose. And so that's who we pray for today, the holy souls in purgatory. They depend upon our prayers, our sacrifices, to give them that shove, if you will, into the heavenly kingdom. And so, unlike any other organization that we really know of, the church continues to give us membership or communion, if you will, even after we have died. We refer to the church triumphant, the saints in heaven. We celebrated them yesterday. We refer to the church suffering, the holy souls in purgatory, awaiting to be purified, and then the church militant. That's us here today. We're still fighting the good fight, running the good race, as St. Paul said. So that's the meaning of the communion of saints. And these two feast days that we had yesterday and today are a beautiful reminder of that. Never forget those who have died. In many cases, they were our mentors. They are our heroes, our heroines in heaven. And never forget those who have died in need of our prayers for their purification. And then, as a turnabout, quid pro quo, which is in the news quite a bit these days, they will pray for us when we have died. If we need further purification, they, the saints in heaven, will pray for us that all one day may be together in the heavenly communion of saints prepared for each one of us from all eternity. We believe in the communion of saints, confident in that act of faith. Let us reach out in prayer for all who have passed through death, especially those who need the charity of our intercessions. That members of the church on earth may never forget the church waiting for final glory in eternity. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Francis, our Pope, and Charles Thompson, our Archbishop, protect them, and in your goodness make them holy. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, That light and peace will be given to the souls of those who never knew Christ in this life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, That people who fear death will find hope in the risen Christ in his cleansing forgiveness, let us pray to the Lord. Lord that those among us who mourn a recent loss will be consoled as they pray for the ones they love, let us pray to the Lord. Lord that the mercy revealed in purgatory will deepen our trust in Christ, let us pray to the Lord. Lord 
for all those who have died, the deceased members of our own families, and all the deceased of St. Luke, and for all the deceased we have placed before your holy altar, whom we especially remember at this Mass. Let us pray to the Lord. In particular, let us pray for these holy souls who have been buried from St. Luke Parish in the past past year. Mary Linda Thurber, Joseph Minnis, John Reese, Ken Corbett, Jerry Noel, Jack Boyd, Winnie Minatel, Colette Philhauer, John Malloy, Cora McDonald, Anna Ree Cox, Jan Smith, Richard Watson, Paula Sullivan, Richard Baxter, Ron Renner, Richard Herring, Jamie Scheidler, Bruce Gaines, Catherine McNulty, Timothy McNulty, Myrna Nelson, Patty Horrigan, Jack Burke, Pete Sislak, Brad Hale, Genevieve Claypool. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. May the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Amen.